everyone, I'm Lucy. I'm the founder of Secondhand Styling UK, an ever-evolving platform dedicated to the world of pre-loved fashion, encouraging people to shop, swap, and style secondhand. Now, did you know that the average person only wears 30% of their wardrobe, yet continues to pay £28 per week on clothes? We're on a mission to change their mindset, to not only better their wallet, their lifestyle, but also their individual impact on the planet, but do it in a way that puts the fun back into fashion and makes it accessible to all. This podcast is for those of you that want tips, tricks, and inside secrets on how to make pre-loved look premium. It's for those of you that want us to get down and dirty with secondhand chat and cover all of the latest topics that has taken the business by storm. And it's for those of you that want a place to go to hear from voices that will help you feel like a million without needing a million. Secondhand Chat helps guide you on where to source, how to source, and what you need to know about when it comes to the world of pre-loved fashion. Hello everyone, you're listening to Secondhand Chat. I'm Lucy and I am so excited because of course it is secondhand September. So much is happening when it comes to the world of secondhand fashion and it's just such a great opportunity to be talking and having conversations about some of the ups and some of the downs that are taking place when it comes to pre-loved fashion. As we know, this is such an exciting space, but we also need to protect and preserve it so that it can remain sustainable. So some of the things that are being spoken about in media right now is how can secondhand fashion be a sustainable solution? How can we make sure that we're not overspending, that we're not over-consuming, even when shopping pre-loved. So some really interesting articles about, and of course, conversations taking place all over across social media. I was really fortunate because this month I've been asked to speak at Fashion Innovation. Now, Fashion Innovation is a huge platform. It's one of the biggest events when it comes to fashion and innovation. And generally, for the last four years, I have been hosting the red carpet when it was a physical event. And then I led on to the virtual blue carpet. So basically what that means is I get to sit in the comfort of my own home and chat to people across the globe all about fashion. But it's not just about, you know, their designs or their brands. It's about their innovations. It's about the latest trends. It's about consumer mindset, shifts and behaviors. Really, really fascinating stuff. Um, I've been really fortunate to interview some amazing people in the past. And this year, I was very excited because I was actually asked to be a speaker at the event myself, meaning that I'm actually going to be taking part in a fireside chat interviewed by a sustainable contributor for Vogue Brazil, Fernanda Simone. So I'm really excited about this conversation. If you would like to take a listen to see what we speak about, all you need to do is go to Fashion Innovation um, to their website and you'll be able to register for a free ticket and attend the virtual event. And I think it's really important that people who are definitely working within the fashion industry but have an interest in the fashion world Um, take a look at some of the discussions that are happening um, and some of the topics that are being covered because it is a really strong platform when it comes to partnering, collaborating and basically making a move and stepping in the right direction for new solutions that can help make a positive impact on the planet but also the people involved within the space. So that's one thing that I've been working on this month 
gosh, and we're only on the second day so far of this month. Well, this is when I've been recording this podcast anyway. You'll probably listen to this a few days later um, post-recording. But also what's been really exciting for me is that we have been working on the styling section of Secondhand Styling. So as you know, it's the three sort of pronged approach to business. We do a bit of shopping secondhand. We do a bit of swapping secondhand and a bit of styling secondhand. So when you go on to our brand new website launching September 9th, you will be able to do all three. Now, why is that important? Well, because we want people to obviously be encouraged to shop secondhand. We've worked really hard on curating a collection that basically has a little something for everybody and um, you also have an opportunity to swap secondhand so if you have items in your closet that you no longer wear you can upload a picture and you will get credit for that picture if it's accepted and then you can use that credit towards a product on the website and then of course we have a styling section which is all about education and um, there's a lot of articles and um, there's a full-on blog on there you can listen to the podcast but it's about really understanding secondhand fashion and how it can work for you, not how it can work for anyone else but you. It's about empowering people to feel the best version of themselves through celebrating clothes that already exist. So with our styling and services, we've actually been on the road a little bit. We've been helping people um, with their own styling um, sort of needs. We recently headed out um, to one of our followers' houses, and she said that she had a very large wardrobe full of a lot of clothes that she no longer wore. So we went out, helped style her, helped her categorize what she had in her closet into things such as donate these clothes, wear these clothes again, but wear them in a different way that you didn't think was possible. And then also are these clothes that you potentially want to swap for credit on our website? So we helped to categorize all of these items of clothing. And it was really fun just to see how, um, and her name's Helen. She was such a lovely, lovely girl. She was one of those people that you just like, I really just want to be your friend. Like she was so nice, um, but she was very honest about, you know, her love for fashion, her love for shopping. But at the same time, it was a bit overwhelming for her to have all of these clothes that she didn't wear. So by reorganizing, restructuring, and ultimately resetting your closet in your wardrobe space, you can make room for so many more opportunities when it comes to fashion, but also opportunities in your life because you'll feel be much better about the way that you have things going. So we did that styling service. And we also have something that I'm working on this week, which I'm not really supposed to be talking about, but I can't keep a secret. So um, I'm styling a little feature for a magazine and I've been given a challenge. So I have to source three items for a particular type of event um, and have them ready for next Friday. So that is a challenge that I will be working on. And then most recently, we were so, so thrilled to see that I'm probably wearing your clothes. The um, the woman who runs that account, absolutely gorgeous, Julia. Um, we sent her a curated box with two items of clothes for secondhand September. And she styled them in such a beautiful way. She really did look like Sarah Jessica Parker. It was very sort of Sex in the City vibes, but she looked amazing. So you can check all of this out on our um, social media. And this is literally just the first week of secondhand September. But what I do want to say is obviously a lot of you listeners, you secondhand stylers, 
you're not just here for the month. You're here because this is a way of life. This is what you love to do. You love a bargain. You love sourcing secondhand. You love styling something that didn't already exist. You're here for the, the long haul and I get that. But our job and our sort of duty for the secondhand space is to, to help others understand the beauty of shopping secondhand and how they can do it in a sustainable way. Which brings me on to our guest today, who is the co-founder of Save Your Wardrobe. Such a fascinating app um, and one that so many of you are going to want to try. Some really interesting topics that we covered, everything from fast fashion and how it's actually a lot easier to repair and care for fast fashion than some may think, to, I don't know if any of you have ever heard of this, thrift flipping. So here's my interview with Hasna Korda. Hello everyone, you're listening to Secondhand Chat and I'm here with the co-founder of Save Your Wardrobe, Hasna Korda. Hasna, thanks so much for being with us. Absolute pleasure, thank you for having me. It is our pleasure and especially because I came across the app on Instagram a few months back and I thought to myself, this is genius. I want to see more brands like this who are helping us kind of keep those clothes that already exist within the loop. So talk to us a little bit about what the inspiration was behind Save Your Wardrobe. Yeah, the inspiration goes all the way back to uh, when I grew up and uh and my family, uh, how they they educated us through uh, sustainability and circularity uh, on in a very uh, very early on. Um, so I witnessed my grandmother upcycling and uh, keeping things in the loop uh, for as long as I remember. She used to uh, take all the clothing that she 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 wasn't wearing anymore, or her children and grandchildren. Uh, weren't needed needing anymore and uh, would commission someone to help her create uh, different designs and one of them uh, the most impressive one is uh, a large carpet um, that is 10 meters long uh, over two meters and um, and uh, and that carpet actually has itself not just uh, uh, a decor uh, usage, but it also serves different purposes, whether it's for summer or winter. And I loved that uh, things can be used again and again, rethought, repurposed, and have several life within a, a lifetime. And uh, when I moved uh, to Europe, when I was about 18 or 19, I've realized that that education actually I grew up with wasn't mainstream at all. And uh, back in the 2000s, it was uh, the rise of fast fashion mm -hmm. and people were very, very uh, drawn into being able to wear and style themselves uh, in different ways. And, and never thinking about the the, the waste that the, the those behaviors consume consumption behavior were generating, mm -hmm. and uh, and so back then I didn't really give much thought to it, so um I continued my studies. Uh, I have a background in uh, economics and uh, and corporate strategy with how to focus on. Uh, um, how to actually uh, optimize finite resources uh, when creating wealth. Um, and that helped me actually build the business case and business model for Save Your Wardrobe. So the inspiration is was pretty much the, the, the a buildup of all my experiences in uh, growing up. 
What a wonderful story that is. And I can just picture it right now, this beautiful carpet and how your grandmother was such an inspiration behind what it is that you do now with this business. How does it actually work? Explain to our listeners right now, um, you know, once they download the app, what can they expect from the services yeah. that you provide? So we are, uh, yeah, so what I actually, the link with my grandmother was, uh, is that when, what we've realized is that people, uh, when creating this business, people weren't having the time uh, to, uh, to, to commit to their sustainable goals. And so we created this app uh, that will help them create a digital wardrobe so that all their past purchases will be available on the app either through uh, a technology we call email parsing so connecting your emails will have you access within the app to all your fashion purchases automatically uploaded to the app uh, and in a in a very effortless way or the other way for anything that uh, doesn't have uh, um, an, a, ver- a digital identity uh, we do that through uh, computer vision and image recognition so simply take a picture of the item and our technology would automatically tag it and uh, and add any feature uh, to it. So colors, uh, category, uh, anything related to the item will be automatically saved in the app. And once we have that uh, initial uh, inventory, the purpose is to connect people to an ecosystem of aftercare services, such as repairs, uh, alteration, uh, upcycling, anything that would be creative for the items to uh, never end up in landfill. Um, and uh, and that's where we want to focus our resources is how to make sure that people are educated around care and repair and also the creative side of business, of the fashion business, and uh, and help them support them uh, in, uh, in their targets and goals. It's such an innovative concept and actually creating this digital wardrobe because I can imagine that so many of us forget actually what exists in our closets. So is that something that you found through actually incorporating this into the app that it's helped to shift the mindset of the consumer and, and kind of acknowledge what it is that they already have leading to potentially, you know, less sort of overspending and overconsumption? Yeah, actually, we did a research with the University of Glasgow, where they they independently uh, followed for three years now uh, some of our users, and um, two main things uh, kind of were highlighted. The first one is how it's generating genuine anxiety to have things in uh, overflowing wardrobes with things that are not necessarily uh, worn or just hanging in the back of their wardrobe. And uh, and the other thing is that people have changed behaviors and we are very proud to behave, be able to help them um, reduce their consumption through realizing and kind of uh, doing a introspection of uh, and auditing their wardrobe. Uh, so now they, they, they shift their behavior through towards uh, secondhand thrifting or even thrift flipping so buying from charity shops and then customizing items to their uh, their own taste that was growing during especially during the pandemic so people were reconsidering their their 
traditional shopping habits and leaning towards secondhand repairs and uh, also willing to learn uh, new skills to do things by themselves. Absolutely fascinating. And one area that I'm really interested in, especially when I found out about the services that you offer when it comes to repairing and altering, you know, the secondhand space, obviously that's what Secondhand Styling UK is all about, is changing when it comes to the types of clothing that we are celebrating that already exist. You know, back in the day, the vintage that you would source in a charity shop was made to last, the way that it was designed, the way that it was crafted, the fabric. Now, and you've mentioned it, obviously, over the last you know decade, we have seen this rise in fast fashion and fast fashion is now coming into the secondhand space. That is what people are donating. That's what people are getting rid of. Whether it's right or wrong, you know, aspiring fast fashion, it exists, it's there, and it's in many closets overflowing, which is something that you've already spoken about. What have you noticed when it comes to consumers and how they're actually understanding the quality behind fast fashion? Because at the end of the day, fast fashion is not going to last. It's going to have um, zips that are wonky, that break, the fabric's going to tear. Is there a place for fast fashion to continue to be altered and repaired within this space? Or you know, what, what are your views on this? What should we be doing? I think the, the, the interesting fact about fast fashion is actually it's the most easiest thing to repair. Um, it's often hands that come undone, uh, even tears that can be um, can be repaired. And people, because it's such a cheap item to buy, it's people think do not think about repairs or investing in these items um, uh, straight away. They would think, oh, it would cost me the same to uh, to buy something new. And that's the danger of fast fashion because in terms of repairs or alteration or anything, it's it's very straightforward. It's very easy to to do, and uh, it's. Uh, and with our service providers, it's actually not that expensive. It's just, uh, it's just a higher, a similar price point to buy something new, and that's actually where I see th- I see the limitation. But other than that, there is a, a, a large opportunity for people to uh, to repair their their own clothing or through the, the uh, a professional uh, uh, service providers. That said, I think. Uh, the the responsibility shouldn't be on the customers to make sure that uh, clothes are uh, made in a, with better uh, techniques. I think the 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 businesses, uh, so the the pretty little thing the things of this world, the 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 others need to understand that they cannot rely anymore on linear business models, but also their supply chain, their the people behind the the their supply chain needs to have to have access to a, f- uh, a fairer um, compensation and also fair uh, kind of more ethical uh, working conditions and that's where fast fashion is problematic in terms of repairs uh, it's not that complicated to do it's just 
needing them to uh to do things in a better way for people to under to 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 understand as well there is uh there is an investment in repairing and caring for clothing and uh and yeah and uh, i'm sure you you are mentioning and or alluding to the to uh the launch of the second hand market for a pretty little thing i think they yeah. It's funny that you say that, Hasna, because I, I recently saw yeah. a post and and I respect your brand because you are holding companies accountable and yeah. the post that you put out there for pretty little things. I mean, in, in all honesty, it made just that announcement and that news of the resale platform, it made me so furious. And yeah. Primark, who are creating secondhand pop-ups and it goes back to exactly what you say they're jumping on the bandwagon of knowing that consumers want to shop secondhand but at the same time if they're not altering the way that they manufacture in the first place then then how dare they actually do that so what are your thoughts actually what is also kind of triggering is knowing what will happen behind the scene that all the clothing that will end up uh in that so-called second-hand marketplace will be forcibly shipped overseas to end up in other countries' landfill. There is there isn't uh, enough uh, market traction for 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 fast fashion second-hand, uh, and uh, and it's a, a blatant uh, greenwashing technique or. Uh, focusing people on a kind of a, a good news, uh, but not really a good news, and uh, and not talking about how uh, they are not paying their their workers a fair wage, or they are not uh, being uh, providing ethical uh, work uh, work conditions. So there is a lot to say about secondhand provided by these kind of fast fashion companies because it's not gen not only it's not genuine but it's doing more damage than it's helping the the industry or even the 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 end consumer because they would think that they are doing something good by sending them to these second secondary marketplaces but uh, most probably they will end in uh, in other countries landfill and i feel like they they could put all these efforts in um in correcting the the how the clothing are disposed and using technology and uh, there are so many startups as well and companies that can help with uh recycling upcycling uh the those clothing but it's easier to uh to launch a big marketing campaign uh that would draw positive attention rather than really commit uh, to uh, towards cir- uh, effective circular solutions. Well said, Hasna, definitely. Now, when it comes to your app, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are thinking to ourselves, oh, well, I, I want this. this. This is the answer that I've been looking for because I can actually keep these clothes I absolutely love going by repairing them and altering them. Yes. Um, what areas do you focus on? Um, is there a specific city or are you open yeah. to all of UK? Yeah, actually, we are uh, expanding. At the moment, we are in uh, in the UK and also in Germany. We are exploring other European cities and countries. Um, and also, uh, well, we'll 
see uh, in a, where the next stage is. But um, our focus and uh, where we are putting our resources and efforts are more into uh, bringing brands and retailers on board. So uh, last uh, October, we've announced our partnership with Zalando, where uh, everybody uh, based in Germany, uh, Berlin and uh, soon Germany, will have uh, access to uh, a digital booking platform to uh, to to get uh, uh, repairs and alteration or cleaning for their clothing and accessories, um, and uh, and we are very excited to be partnering with Zalando because they have ambitious uh, circular targets, and uh, and they are really committing to it. Um, before announcing our project with them, they've announced as well that they were. Uh, doing an audit of all the brands that, uh, and only keeping those who uh, commit, uh, uh, who um, uh, abide by a certain code of conduct, and um, and parting ways with fast fashion brands. Uh, they are also uh, building uh, a circular platform to help brands understand how they can produce better and uh, uh, adopt circular uh, strategies. And, uh, and so repair and care is, uh, is also central to, their, to the, their strategy of extending the life of 50 million uh, items. Um, and we also launching uh, next week another partnership where uh, a multi-billion dollar brand, value-rated brand, is offering uh, repair to their members. And so it's going to be uh, free to uh, to access uh, repair and care for for clothing. How exciting! Yeah. I mean, it's incredible to see how much you're growing as well. And it is definitely um, an area that I know a lot of our listeners are going to be really interested in um, and finding out more about Save Your Wardrobe. So, how can people kind of follow your journey, see how you grow, and actually use your services? Yeah, um, I'd love to to see them on on our Instagram. We are also growing uh, slowly our TikTok uh, account, but um, yeah, and I'm inviting everybody to also download the app. And uh, the the nice thing about it is uh, we are uh, very close to our users, and um, uh, we have this thing where you can either shake the app or take a screenshot, and then a pop up appears, and they can talk to us. So uh, we are always um, uh, listening to our users and uh, their feedback, their improvement suggestions, and uh, also any bugs that uh, that they want to flag. Um, so yeah, they can either follow us on our social media or just download the app and uh, and uh, uh, request uh, request anything they would like through uh, that uh, customer service. Excellent. Well, Hassan, I want to thank you for your time. I know you're a very busy woman. So thank you and appreciate you coming on to share the story behind Save Your Wardrobe and look forward to staying up to date with the brand and seeing what's next and what's in store. A lot of exciting announcements and opportunities. Yeah, I'm very excited as well. Thank you so much, Lucy, for having me and inviting me and for this, the amazing opportunity to share my story and uh, and the platform uh, of Save Your Wardrobe. 
You're welcome. Chat soon. Thanks, Hafna. Thank you so much for listening today to Secondhand Chat. Remember, you can stay up to date with all of our latest news by following our social media. And next week is the big week. That's right. Next week, we are launching a brand new website. So hopefully you'll come on over, have some fun with us, read some articles, check out the blog, see the styling services. And very soon, you'll be able to swap on secondhandstyling.co.uk. I'm Lucy, this is Secondhand Chat, and remember, you do not need a million in order to feel and look like a million.